<laughs> Man, I can't believe I didn't I didn't remember that when you brought that up not too long ago. <laughs> Where you just found it, and I'm like, what is this? Oh my god! Hello, welcome to Verbal Wildfire. Um, that was guest of the podcast Dan Wilson. Maybe if we're lucky, he'll make an appearance someday. But Jesus Christ, if you don't know the context of that, it's almost even better. Uh, it. it it's just it's just it's just a gem that I listen to almost every day. And I'm not even exaggerating because it makes me genuinely lose my mind. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um I'm Jim. I'm currently eating a sausage, peppers, and onion sandwich to eat my feelings. <laughs> eating my feelings, our podcast. Because <laughs> it's been it's been quite a day. And I'm tan. Not black, tan. This is black and tan. Um, uh, welcome to another episode of Verbal Wildfire. We are going to be talking about some DC stuff tonight, today, whatever. Uh, DC fandom. DC. They kept the name. They didn't. They didn't hear our last episode talking about it. They didn't decide to change the name. Uh, that happened. Tons of shit was announced. Uh, trailers were shown. We're going to go through them all, or most of them. Um, yeah, let's see. Let's start with the Batman trailer. What'd you think of that? With, uh, the dude from, oh, God, uh, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> what a great way to start it. I'm like, yeah, let's talk about the Batman. And I'm like, who's in it? Who? <laughs> I'm just like the, the upset, you know, uh, absentee father who's just like, oh, who's that guy in that movie? Get me another beer. <laughs> um, you know, it's a movie. Um, I'm not at this point. So I was a friend, Rob, um, from the podcast, was asking me about it in work, and I said, you know, I'm I'm a little, um, not to say I'm tired of Batman, but there's there's so much of them, yeah, that I'm like not getting, you know, the, the, let me put it this way. Majority of the audience you call that something Batman is coming out, you announce that, and people are going to go ape shit mm-hmm. because it's Batman. And I'm like, oh my god, another Batman! I'm like, an- an- another one, another one, yeah, and another one. You know, so it looks um, promising. I I do not really like Zoe Kravitz as as an actor. Uh, I didn't like her. In X Men First Class, yeah. If we're staying in the superhero realm, so her as Catwoman, eh? You know, whatever. Uh, Pattinson, Pattinson is is a good actor. You know, Twilight aside, and it's not like he was bad in Twilight. It was like Twilight was setting up to just be bad. Like you can't really be good with that kind of writing. Yeah, he could have been like fucking Marlon Brando with that, and it would still be Twilight. Yeah, he's still saying the same words. Yeah, still saying like Bella, I, I, I sparkle. I don't know. I haven't seen those <laughs> movies in a real like. I, I've seen clips and phrases, you know, like fake sick like ginger. No, um, <laughs> I the the twilight. There was a twilight movie that I saw a bit of. 
Uh, it's all like clips, you know, on YouTube or something, or like things where it's usually people making fun of it. They're like, watch this scene. I'm like, holy crap, it's bad. But yep. it was one movie. I want to say it was the second one. I want to say the second one is New Moon. Yep. Uh, okay. And <clears throat> it was Kristen Stewart in a in a movie theater. I don't know if she was on a date Ugh. or she was, yeah. I don't know. But I, I wanted to see, like, I want to see how long I can watch this. I made 12 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm out. Same for me. I'm good. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'm <laughs> I'm like Rip Torn in Dodgeball. What he's like, you got this. Bye bye. <laughs> um. So, but Robert Pattinson's a good actor. Yeah. Uh. I I think my favorite part is how you cannot tell that that's Colin Farrell. Holy shit! Every time, and I know it's him, but I'm just like, is that Richard Kind? Like, what yeah, is that's what is happening? <laughs> that's who I think of. Um. You know, that's that's gonna be great. The Total Recall is Colin Farrell. Oh fuck! Uh, <laughs> uh, Miami Vice's <laughs> important. We should, say, we should say Fright Nights, Colin Farrell. Hell yeah! Which uh-huh. I just watched for the first time the other night, and it was great. It's awesome. I have, right? I have like vague memories of the original, but the remake was fucking great, man. Anton Yelchin was yeah, it was great. Whenever anybody, uh, you usually see it on Facebook, but whenever anybody's like, oh, well, there's an actor. That, you know, basically you get to play God. Bring an actor back and he didn't die. <laughs> it's a very weird question if you really think about it. Yeah. Um, because then you got to apologize to all the other ones that you didn't bring back. <laughs> you can't, well, you don't apologize to them. because Robin Williams is like, gone. what the fuck, man? Yeah. Um, you know, I look at Robin Williams and I'm like, I'm sorry. And he goes, it's not your fault. <laughs> oh. oh, ouch. <laughs> um. No, but I, it would be it would be Anton Yelchin. Um, yeah, because he was so young. I mean, he could have made so many more movies. Yeah, uh, I mean, but even in the horror landscape, he has that, and he has Green Room, and those yeah. are just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> on the topic of Batman, <laughs> um, the Riddler. I mean, I'm I, I like the Riddler being goofy. Yeah. Whether it's Frank Gorshin or John Glover or Jim Carrey, I'm just like the Riddler is always like very kind of like effeminate and and full of himself and always like all these things. This one seems to be more like Zodiac, which hey, I'm I'm down for it. I'm open to it at this point. They're trying different things. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna watch it. I'm I'm you know hoping for the best. Yeah. Um, I'm not crazy in anticipation about it just because I think there has been so many different Batman things that I'm just kind of like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll see you when the movie's open. Right. That's pretty much where I'm at. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I, I'm kind of the same way in that, like, when you look at the DC, like all the DC superheroes and stuff, I feel like we get, we get a Superman every couple of years. We get, you know, a right now, a Wonder Woman is very popular because of the last two movies. But like, other than that, it's just Batman everything. I was thinking about it, and next year we're going to have three different live-action Batmans, or Batman, whatever, yeah. uh, which is fucking crazy. And some people are, like, very excited for that. So that's cool. Like, I, I can tell, this is one of those things where I saw the trailer, and objectively, it was like, okay, it looks objectively like a good movie, but I'm clearly not the target audience for this. Like, it's just not, 
give me a fucking Green Lantern trailer, give me a JSA trailer, and I'm not counting Black Adam in that, but like give me an actual JSA trailer. Um, but you know, yeah, Pattinson's good. He's, I just watched The Lighthouse a while ago, and it's a weird movie, but he's good in that movie. Um, I, I feel like I'm more interested in all of the other cast other than him and Kravitz. Like, like you mentioned Colin Farrell, but like you've got Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. And I'm, I always love Jeffrey Wright when he just randomly pops up and things. Um, you've got, I think John Turturro is playing Carmine Falcone, which is a, really? like a perfect casting. Um, yeah. And then, like you said, if they want to do like a Zodiac type Riddler, I think Paul Dano is a good choice for that. Cause he, he's just a weird guy. Like he always plays the, those kind of off center uh, characters. Um, yeah. I mean, there was one moment that made me laugh. It definitely was not supposed to be a funny moment when he, it's like a really quick moment when he's like visiting the Riddler and he like slams the glass and yells something. And it was like worse than Christian Bale in the Dark Knight's voice. I was like, yeah. I have no clue what was just I said. thought it was, I can't remember what they actually, I wound up seeing what it was. But it sounded, it, it originally sounded like time to die. <laughs> time to die! <laughs> yeah, and I heard that and I'm like, why is he saying that? <laughs> but then I found out it was something completely different, not something that I can actually recall right now. It was like, it's me, Matt Reeves is the Batman, 2022. Uh, side note, there's a Twitter account that does that with like every movie. It's just a picture of something from some movie, and it's them just saying the title. And it's ludicrous and ridiculous, but it's the funniest thing ever. Luda! Uh, Luda! Yeah, it looks fine. I I will say, you mentioned the Riddler in front of me of Batman Forever. This, this will piss you off. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Matt Reeves in an interview said that for the screen test... Uh, for Pattinson as Batman, they had him wear the Batman Forever suit, which is like of all. Why would you pick that one? One and two. Like I just, I'm picturing him in the Kilmer suit, and it just makes no sense in my brain. I yeah. Um, I thought that was really stupid. Yo, Matt Reeves, I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I think it. Yeah, it, it looks fine. It, it's it's the first we're getting, I think, of the DC stuff. It's I think it's like March next year. Um, so we don't have much to wait, uh, but yeah, it looks, looks interesting. I, I think that, I think that it, it's, if it does well and we get like a, you know, trilogy or whatever they want to do with this Batman, maybe, maybe I'll be more open to see what they do. I just want to see how this first one does. I did see in like, some of these things are blown out of proportion, but I did see one, uh, thing it's going around like in early screenings of it. There's something in the ending that like people who weren't even into Batman immediately were like, oh, shit, like some something in the ending of the movie was a huge, you know, WTF moment. Now, they say that about literally every comic book movie. So who knows? Um, yeah, but, but do something weird, like have fucking, I don't know, like Canterbury Cricket show up and flip Batman off. Uh, but <laughs> other than that, you know, we'll see. Um so I got to say something. Yeah. Now, I ordered for dinner a uh, sausage, peppers, and onions. Mm -hmm. I'm eating it. And I got almost through the entire thing. And then I looked, and I'm like, I'm not really tasting sausage. And I looked at it, and it's fucking breaded chicken. <laughs> what? So it was breaded chicken. With mozzarella cheese, peppers, and onions. I'm like, what? Something about that's not right. 
Dude, I, mean, I like day, all of this things separately. This day but. for me has just been fucking atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, gosh. What was next? Uh, the Black Adam it wasn't a full trailer. They released a scene from it. What, what do you think about that in general, that movie? Uh, I get that he's kind of seen as the anti-hero, but I think anti-hero is kind of a scapegoat thing to be like, well, I like the villain, so let's do something about him. Yeah. And then it's like, well, we can't do a villain-based movie, but then they just the Joker, so it's just kind of... It, they're just... They're in a weird spot. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, they made an anti-hero because The Rock's going to be playing him. Yeah, he can't play a villain. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, last time he was a villain, it was Scorpion King. And then they're like, well, we're going to make another one. And, and they're still making him. <laughs> yeah, Randy Couture. Um, it's, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I don't like the fact that, in terms of predictions... You got to imagine he's going to kick the shit out of Hawkman. Yeah, basically all of the JSA. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like that. Um, we're yeah. supposed to be cheering him. It's like if you're going to do that, then make it be a movie where the villain wins. Yeah, make him a straight up villain. Exactly. Uh, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see where it's going to go after it. If this one is good, because, hey, you can have something that comes out and it stinks like Green Lantern or Fan Four Stick or, you know, um, the first Suicide Squad. You could have a movie that comes out like that and they're just like, well, all right, we're not going to go forward with you. Yeah. Uh, you know, so if it does well, then you got to imagine he's going to come across Shazam at some point. But, you know, it was it was. It was something little. Again, it's not one of those properties that I'm over the moon about, and I can't wait for it to come out. And that's one thing, and I understand that DC feeds off of that, especially with DC Fandom, where everything that comes out, you have people who do the, gosh, the, if you go on YouTube, if anyone doesn't do this, look up trailer reactions. (laughs) They're just, you'll always see a screen cap of a, you know, of the video as you're looking through the results and it's always someone who just has this expression, like they're on Christmas morning and they can't believe, Oh my God. You know, that kind of face superimposed on, you know, Oh, trailer reaction. And then it's looking every single moment of it is someone going like, Oh my God. I'm like, all right. For black Adam. Yeah. For like really? a minute of screen time. Yeah. Just, just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it must be exhausting to be, excited for everything i mean if you're if you're over the moon the way i looked at it is if you're over the moon excited about everything nothing really is that special so yeah well again will i see it very much like the batman will i see it sure am i hoping it's good sure am i keeping tabs on it every other day thinking oh my god i can't wait until this comes out no yeah i my only thing to add is i kind of want it to do well if anything just to get more of that jsa cast because for the most part they seem really great I, excusing the i don't i forget his name fucking kissing booth star as uh adam smasher excusing that which is a bogus choice uh pierce brosnan as dr fate is like really really interesting um Aldous hodge as hawkman I don't think Hot Girl is showing up in this one, so I don't know. I mean, with their story, that makes sense because they're 
because of their reincarnation stuff. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, if anything, like you said, he'll probably kick the shit out of them, which will suck. But hopefully they don't die in this one and we get the success of it means like a spinoff JSA movie. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I, I can't imagine fully rooting against Dwayne Johnson. So I, they're probably going to make it some kind of anti-hero thing. Um, and it, it's weird because you would think that you would think that they would be pushing more of the connection to Shazam because that's, that did so well. Like that's one of their most successful movies, but with that one, I mean, it, it seems they're going a very different direction with that sequel because they have, you know, Helen Mirren and Lucy, Lucy Lawless or Lucy Liu. One of those two. Um, Lucy Liu, I believe. Whichever one is not Xena. The one from, uh, so the one who's not Xena is Lucy Liu <laughs> of, of uh, X versus Sever fame. Ah, yeah. The worst uh, viewed movie ever, ever. <laughs> the two of them are going to be the villains, I guess, which is intriguing. But also, I don't know anything about Shazam or his other than Black Adam, his his villains. Um, you have to think that they are going to connect it back to that post credit scene because that had like the fucking um, the worm, I think. So yeah. that's a possibility. But I liked the first Shazam. I thought it was fun. Uh, you know, now we get more Adam Brody, which is always a good thing. And even more Adam Brody in a skin tight suit. <laughs> um, yeah, it's I don't know. I'm definitely looking forward more to, I guess, Shazam than than Black Adam, just because the first Shazam was so good. Yeah. Uh you know, well, so there is there is kind of a hesitation when it comes to DC properties because their movies are off the wall batshit when they're just okay. We're, like there's no there's no synergy there. Yeah. So the hope is they don't try to do too much, and then next thing you know, it becomes a flaming piece of shit, especially with Shazam. For the fact that the cast is pretty big, and then they're bringing in, you know, gods, and then you're going to all these other places. Like, yes, his name's that type of character that you're going to do that with. But, man, I hope it's not a mess. Yeah. Because you yeah, could it was really such a run into some, too. Yeah, you could really run into something crazy there. Where all of a sudden, like, I don't know. If you told me that Helen Mirren and, like, Zachary Levi were going to be in a major motion picture where they're fighting each other. I'd be like, what the hell are you making? Apparently that's what, you know, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Um, I, I do hope, I think the hope is that black Adam, you know, that it does well. So that eventually he does fight Shazam and I would expect to be Shazam three. But if that happens, because if black Adam does well, the Rock's going to keep want to keep that going. So how do you have th- this? Okay, so this is my question. So you have Shazam, then you're going to have Shazam 2, and you're going to have the Black Adam movie. Now, eventually, Black Adam has to be the villain against Shazam. But do you think The Rock is going to be like, no, I just want to do one movie to set up me being a villain and losing in someone else's franchise. Right. He's going to want his franchise to continue. Yeah. So how do you have him be quote-unquote good and the star of one movie, then jump over to another franchise, be the bad guy, get beat up, and lose, 
and then go back to his franchise and be the good guy again. Yeah, I mean, it's the same problem. I'm assuming you didn't see the second Venom movie. Mm-mm. Okay. Not yet. Um, it's the same problem as that, and I'm not going to say anything about the movie itself, but, like, first one was fine or whatever. The second one, I, I actually enjoyed the second one. I think it's batshit crazy, and Woody Harrelson is great. But um, it's the same problem as that if they want to eventually bring that over to, you know, the MCU. Like, we can't... That's a little easier because Venom is a special case of, like, he kind of works as an anti-hero, but... He, we, he, they've already with two movies. They've already made him such a like a likable character and a good guy that like now there's no reason for like him to even fight Spider-Man. Like there's just not like he wouldn't have any motivation to want to kill Spider-Man. So he kind of exists in this weird in between. Like what do they do with him going forward? Um, and I guess that's the same for Black Adam because you're right. The Rock is like you know such a huge star. He wouldn't want to. He would want his own franchise. So it would it would be weird if we look ahead like five ten years and we're getting coinciding like a Shazam movie in theaters and then a Black Adam movie in theaters in which he's the villain and hero and like it just kind of bounces back and forth would be super super strange. So. Hopefully that's not the case. I don't know. It's, they're in a kind of a tight spot. So let's see, you know, what they do with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then there was the the Flash trailer, which <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck they're doing. I Okay, okay, okay. Before we get to that, because we'll probably have the most comments on that. Yeah. There's something I just remember that just I just read and it happened today. Oh. That I think is hilarious. So, did you hear about the Ruby Rose Batwoman stuff? Ah, uh, I haven't heard much, but I heard it was bad. <laughs> so, for anyone not keeping track, she was Batwoman season one of the titular uh, CW show Left. And it seemed like there was a little weirdness of her leaving, but everyone kind of kept it on the surface. Apparently, she's like, I'm not keeping it on the surface. I have receipts for this shit, and I'm just going after everyone. And, like, the showrunner or the the head of i guess the tv division of dc or something just sexual harassment claims and then abuse claims and all this very very bad shit well warner brothers issued a statement i am going to read a statement and oh boy is this gonna be something to watch Statement from Warner Brothers Television Group. Despite the revisionist history that Ruby Rose is now sharing online aimed at the producers, the cast and crew, the network and the studio. The truth is that Warner Brothers Television had decided not to exercise its option to engage Ruby for season two of Batwoman. Based on multiple complaints about workplace behavior that were extensively reviewed and handled privately out of respect for all concerned, end quote. Holy shit. So they are not only denying everything, but they're like, Bish, you are off because there are complaints and you're bad and everyone sucks and hates you and all that stuff. So, yeah. Uh... (laughs) 
you know, I, I, I don't know if this is going to be as publicized as uh, the Ray Fisher thing. Yeah. But, you know, and. Oh, boy. I well, I so I clicked out of that. I read the, the statement uh, on Twitter that was posted by Deadline. And then I made them I made the mistake of reading the first comment. <laughs> and it's just the first comment says, I think there is merit to what Ruby Rose is alleging. But why is it just coming out now and not when she first left? This is how WB can claim she has revisionist history. This should have come out earlier. And I'm like, mm. you're an idiot. Yeah, that's like, that's the kind of shit that when a woman gets harassed or worst, that, you know, you always have someone who goes, why didn't you say it earlier? It's like, you really think it's that simple? Yeah. You we think call it's that like... victim blaming? Is what oh, yeah. It's like, it's not, it's, it's not her fault if, you know, she was treated badly at work. Like, that's not her fault. There's not a statute of limitations on that. But, right. hey. It's something to look at. Who knows it's going to happen next? Because I'm sure she read that. And I'm sure other people read that. And they're just going to be like, yo, we're going to, we're going to war with uh, WB. Yeah. WWWB. <laughs> I just think it's funny that the statement starts with revisionist history. Like, that's, yeah. that's their way of being like, we're pretty serious cool. about this. We're taking a hard stance. Like, they don't seem to be, you know, backing it, down. Yeah, they ain't scared. that's that's what that's uh that's interesting i mean i've never i've never claimed to be interested whatsoever in that show i you know if if it's your thing that's great but i mean show is a show despite that i mean no matter who the person is if that's any of that's true like that's pretty fucked up and it also makes you wonder like how long that current cast is going to stay there and whoever they have as their current batwoman you know like that's interesting um she's the new batwoman is probably they might be on their third batwoman jesus i'm not i'm not i'm not sure i don't really keep up the show but uh whoever the current batwoman is probably reading this like shit like i don't want my show (laughs) to get canceled now Um, it also makes you wonder about like what the other shows whether there's been stuff like that and like legends or like the flash or anything and people just haven't come forward and then there's always the possibility of you know a lot of the other shows have mostly have had mostly male leads yeah so are they really gonna be you know um kind of exposed to the same treatment or is it strictly because you know a lot in that industry seem females as more controllable and pressurable and all those things. So who knows? I mean, do you really think that's happening to Grant Gustin? Probably not. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's, um, that's a good point. So, I don't know. But uh, speaking of The Flash, <laughs> our next bit is Segway. on The Flash, a movie by DC and... Gosh, what's his name again? <laughs> uh, Who the fuck knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just like so before the trailer, it felt like when I was hearing things about this movie, it felt like a fever dream because it was like, oh, okay, now it's also like they're keeping Ben Affleck and he's going to stay on as okay, cool, like he's going to get another chance at Bruce Wayne. 
oh, Michael, Ke- Michael Keaton's in this, but he's playing his Bruce Wayne from the 89 and 90, 92 movie. Okay, interesting. Oh, look, another Ezra Miller just standing next to him in the trailer. Oh, look, there's a Supergirl in this movie. Like, what the fuck is happening? Um, I'm, I'm very disoriented. It's a lot. Feels like they're doing Flashpoint. That's basically confirmed that they're yeah. doing Flashpoint. Why? Like, this is your it's, first Flash movie. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's so many different things because. So, are you familiar with the character of the Red Death? Yeah. So, that's, I guess, seems to be the closest as to what they're doing with the that second Barry Allen. Right. Of course, Red Death is. Uh, a different Bruce Wayne, but I don't know if that's because if you look, if you saw the teaser a while back, they showed it was a, you know, the Batman 89 suit, but with like the flash like spray painted over it. That's what the other Barry Allen is wearing. Right. Um, Supergirl. I don't, I, that is just a weird pick all around a very weird pick. Um, I know we're in the age of, you know, we're going to cast this person and they might not look like the character, but we're going to roll forward with it anyway. And you know what? At this point, whatever. Um, but it just seems odd that like when they're this is what I was wondering. If you're bringing Supergirl in, I would expect it to be a bigger deal. Yeah. And they're not really making any kind of a deal out of it. All we saw is that really bad behind the scenes photo. Right. Um, and her standing in the background behind uh, Ezra Miller. So I don't know what they're doing with this. Flashpoint, it, it is a bold move to go with Flashpoint as your first Flash movie. Um, of course, they're going to change it a bit. It's my guess that Michael Keaton, and I'm probably not the only one who thinks this, that Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne is going to act as the Thomas Wayne of the story. Right. Um, and then Ben Affleck is going to be the Batman who's probably going to be at the beginning and or end. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's it. I wouldn't be surprised if more characters are in it. Um, there's a rumor, lots of rumors that Henry Cavill is going to show up. Yeah, uh, I, I at this point, I don't know what kind of level of rumors I would believe. But Flashpoint, I mean, there were a lot of you're going to have to change a lot. Because Flash, yeah, you know, Cyborg was supposed to be a pretty big part of it, but then the Ray Fisher stuff happened. They're like, ah, oh, you can't be in this movie now. Right. So then he was taken out. Um, I wonder if, I'm not sure the timeline of it. I wonder if that's when Supergirl came in. I'm not sure. Right. Um, well, because they were eventually going to do, they were, had plans to do a Flash and Cyborg, not like, not this movie, but a separate Flash and Cyborg, like, buddy comedy. Yeah. Ray yeah. Um, then, you know, in Flashpoint, there are a lot of things. Canterbury Cricket and the Ambush Bugs yeah. on Flashpoint. You got the Wonder uh, Woman, Am- Aquaman yeah. War. Yeah, you have all that. You have um, you have Superman who's, you know, been Steve captured Howard. and yeah. depowered and everything. You have a lot of stuff going on in Flashpoint. You have the reverse Flash. So is the reverse Flash going to be in this movie? I- that's the thing. That's why I'm questioning, like, why do Flashpoint when when you think about it, this is the first of all, this is the very first live action movie the Flash has ever gotten Two, yes, we know this character already because he was introduced in, you know, BVS and then Justice League and Justice League 2 or whatever, Snyder's Justice League. 
we know him, but like we still don't know. We we still are not. You haven't done much of his story yet. You just kind of get him visiting his dad in prison, and you get that kind of background information. And of course, if you're like if you know the character, you know what you need to know from the comics. But like if you if you're doing the Reverse Flash, that's just a whole lot to pile onto this movie. And I can't see this being super accessible to just your general viewer. Like I just as a gateway to the Flash, which is a bummer too, because I fucking love the Flash, and so this should be exciting because it's his first ever live action movie. But it's just going to be overstuffed. And again, Flashpoint is a fun story if you want to do it like correctly, but you just have to crowd it with a whole lot of stuff that is going to be a lot to take in for people who don't know much about the character. I would love a reverse flash because he's a great villain. Like he's one of DC's best villains, but you know, like how do you fit him in there without people being like, who the fuck is this guy? And like, why, why does he matter to this? You know? And then he eventually he's killed at the end of flashpoint. So are you really going to bring in your character's biggest villain and then just kill him off? You know, like have Michael Keaton shoot him in the head at the end. I just like, I'm very confused. That's, that's kind of why I'm wondering did they not put the reverse flash in this? And instead, that's what the second variant is going to be. And if that's uh, the case, if that's the case, now I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Because this wasn't even a teaser. It was just kind of like a teaser of a teaser. Right. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that we don't know, that we haven't been shown, that who knows that they're saving for whatever reveals or maybe stuff that just hasn't been filmed yet. Um, but it's... I understand that you're not going to take a storyline in the comic book and you can't adapt it 100%. You just can't. Yep. But there are very some particular choices that they're making. If if that is the thing, because the other Barry Allen, he does, I mean, it, the closest thing that he seems to represent is the Red Death. Yeah. Um. So I don't know if you're going to find out that he's manipulating it or he's trying to get the other Barry to do something so he can do something. I honestly, I don't know. Um, but the only thing I think that's worse than bringing in reverse flash and then having to kill him in his first outing is to just not put him in it at all. And to yeah. just, because he is the driving force before, uh, behind flashpoint. Yeah. The whole point is that if he goes back, eh, the whole point, uh, Mr. Pointy, eh, if he goes back and saves his mom, then ultimately he doesn't become the Flash. Right. So who else would be doing that unless you realize that this is the only thing, the only, only thing that would be worse is that you realize, gosh, I really don't think they, they would do this, but who knows if the other Barry Allen is like they pull a thing that the CW flashed in. Remember when you what you thought it was Jay Garrick? Yeah, yeah, that was. You think this is another Barry Allen? And he's like really, Hunter's Element or yeah. Reverse Flash. Yeah, that would be fucking terrible. So that's a very real possibility, though. Like that's it sucks, but that's yeah, that's very possible. I mean, I don't, you know, it's and you're having every single person on the internet who's probably theorizing and trying to come up, and and when you get very very tiny bit of information you're you're just going to react that way and you're going to try to fill in the holes any way that you can that's what she said and 
you're going to try to make up the story and kind of see what makes sense. But then also you're going to look at the track record of the studio and the character and the movies and everything. And things have been, they're super loaded. I mean, the next, the latest, I was wondering the latest trend where all these comic book movies are going are multiple timelines. Marvel doing it. And now DC is doing it. So now they can go. And, and I think it's the fact that they're like, okay, we want to be able to bring anyone back and include anyone and not be kind of, beholden to this one timeline and i'm like that's fine what they should have done what i was saying a couple of years ago what i would have done is you have your main storyline and then you brand the other you, you can make whatever movie about whatever character and you cut you either brand it a one shot or an elseworld or something yeah. so then you keep like all those going right but now it's just you're just overstuffing this and like what is what part is Supergirl gonna play? Is it gonna be because he got everyone, like he got everyone killed in his world, right? So that's why he's going back, or, or you know, like I don't really understand. Is it yeah. really just to save his mom? Is it brought on because, uh, because the world has gone shit? I, I you know I don't know. There's there's a lot of questions, but it's gonna be one of those movies. That's man, they're really going, they're really swinging for the fences because they're gonna jam pack this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the thing that like he <laughs> I hate to keep we somehow always circle back to this god awful crossover. But he did. Ezra Miller did show up in that last uh, CW crossover. So yeah. like there's also that possibility that they even bring in some of those people from the CW show. I think you should bring in Grant Gustin. Just That's what I'm even, saying. Even if it's for a scene. Yeah. To mirror what happened. Just give the guy like a pat on the back, a big payday, and be like, you know what? You are kind of holding the mantle for the Flash character, so you've yeah. done a good job. Yeah, as ridiculous as that show has gotten, and I haven't watched it in a while, but just seeing what I've seen from it, he's it's the best pretty, part. Of- he's easily the best part. He's so good as as Barry. So yeah, you bring him in, I'd be I'd be totally okay with that. But I'm just curious what they do with Michael Keaton. I yeah I. I Again, speaking about that crossover, I hope he doesn't get the Kevin Conroy treatment because that just felt like God. such a slap in the face to a very important Batman actor. I don't like, think they would do that. I don't think Michael Keaton would do the job, would agree. Yeah, that's that they were just going to nerf and kill him off. And that's do fair. A yeah, because Conroy, like he's great, but he's not really doing anything else right now. So he was probably just like, yeah, it's money, which good for him. Get that check. But like Michael Keaton's still a very active actor. Also, when Kevin Conroy was doing that for, uh, I think that was the episode of Batwoman. It was. Yeah. Uh, Because (laughs) Batman kills Bruce Wayne, of course. Um, (laughs) Or Batwoman. That was not a continuation of his character. This is the the same character that Michael Keaton was doing. So I think that's their difference there. If Conroy was the same exact character, then who knows what he would have done. But if they're like, okay, why don't you play Batman? But it's not your Batman. It's this other weird, crazy one. Yeah. Maybe it seems like, oh, well, okay. But I also don't know how sacred these characters are to these people. So, you know, there there is this kind of inherent expectation from fans that if you portray a character, you are beholden to keeping that character in how, in whatever ways that they want you to. So, you know, it's like, oh, well, you played that character and it means a lot to us. So, 
you can't ever make a different decision on it. Like you have to keep the character the way that it is because it's for us. So there are a lot of fans that way. So I don't know how they view it. They could just view it as a job and money and kind of be like, all right, well, I play the character, but I don't make the decisions of the character. So whatever you want to do with that character, cool, just give me money. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's one of those things. I think, I mean, Michael Keaton seems to really hold that spot in pretty high regard. Mm-hmm. So I would be shocked if he decided to go back and they were just like, yeah, we're going to kill you off and just beat the shit out of you. And, you know, yeah. But who knows? Crazy things have happened. Yeah. I mean, here's hoping. I I, I don't even know when that's supposed to come out. I know it's at some point next year, but, you know, we'll see, I guess. I'll say one last thing and we can move on. We'll probably go to a break after this. But I will say, I mean, I don't want to go on a tangent about this, but, like, we seem to have forgotten very quickly about how, like, shitty of a human being Ezra Miller is. I mean, he... Remember that video that came came around like a year or two ago of him just straight up choking a fan out like, yep, there was no there was no subtlety or nuance to that argument. It wasn't like, oh, he was like getting in a fight. No, he was unprovoked. I think they were just asking for a picture and he just straight up started choking out the fan. Um, so like, let's maybe not keep promoting. I mean, he's in this and he's also still attached to the fantastic beast franchise who has no trouble cutting people out of their franchise as we have seen with Johnny Depp. Uh, and I won't, I mean, whatever, that's another case altogether, but like, let's not keep, you know, promoting Ezra Miller as this great human being, especially when you're treating other people like Ray Fisher, like shit, who is a great guy and he's a great actor. So, you know, um, we're going to move on to, I guess, Peacemaker. But before that, we're going to go to a quick break. What? <coughs> hey, Kyle, it's your Uncle Ron. It's your Uncle Ron. Uh, you remember that voicemail I left you? I haven't heard back from you, and now, and <coughs> and now they 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 took me from my house, and they they're gonna cut off the digit <laughs> every hour. Until you give them some money. Just give them some money, Kyle. You, uh, your Uncle Ron loves you very much. Do you remember when I bought you a Big Mac at one time? Well, that that adds up, Kyle. That's probably worth a good bit of money today. So, if you can just give them the money, I don't know. I only have four fingers left. And I just would love you to... Hey, what the fuck are you doing? No, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Welcome back to the fun zone. Oh, my God. (laughs) The fun zone, where the number one thing that we do not allow you to have, fun. Lock the door. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) We are still talking about DC fandom where no fun uh, is allowed. The top lock. <laughs> oh, no. 
there was also a Peacemaker trailer, which I am certifiably more excited for than anything else we saw a trailer for. And, I mean, it's coming pretty soon. I think it's supposed to drop, like, January 13th on HBO Max. Um, what a what a good trailer. What did you think of, of Peacemaker? Um, I, I mean, what do you say? I mean, first, I got to talk about the eagle. <laughs> That eagle's incredible. Did you real? So of course you see the eagle towards the end of the trailer where it's like peeking its head out in the car, and then it's giving John Cena a hug. Did you realize that when they have like the big like team shot when they're walking slow, the eagle is there with him? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's just great. I gotta say, man, John Cena he 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 goes all the way with these. Um, It's it's an interesting cast, an interesting collective of uh, characters. I mean, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but if it's going to be anything like James Gunn's usual work and anything like how it was in Suicide Squad or the Suicide Squad, <laughs> um, I'm I'm all in. That is something that I'm looking forward to. That's going to be pretty dope to see. And you know, Robert Patrick playing oh, yeah. uh, Peacemaker's dad. Yeah, I mean, how can you? You, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. I have I have a very 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 high hopes for this TV show, but I just hope that the Eagle gets a lot of playtime. <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks like it's eight episodes. Um, it's it's also crazy because like, so James Gunn said that he just wrote a pilot for this, like in quarantine. You know, like when the pandemic was really like in the beginning of quarantine. I think it was after he had finished the Suicide Squad and he was like still in that mindset and he was just like yeah this is fun and then someone read it and they were like you need to make this an actual series uh which is insane um but yeah i i think it looks really great the trailer was really good i do i wonder they really went for it in the movie like there was no ambiguity with how fucked up he can get as a character and then it seemed like they kind of reeled it back for the trailer into making him more of like a anti-hero-ish. But I guess that's kind of the point with anyone involved with the Suicide Squad. Um, I'm still fully in. I just want to see where they go with it. I like that Vigilante is involved. Um, that's going to be fun. And then, yeah, you mentioned Robert Patrick. I like. I feel like I haven't seen him in something in god knows how long like the last thing i saw him it was probably um i think he was in sons of anarchy you remember he Steve. was yeah that's right he showed up in that there was some movie i saw him in but i can't remember um i also get him and william sadler mixed up a lot so i'm probably thinking of william sadler Ooh, roswell's william sadler <laughs> Crip presents demon knights william sadler oh yeah demon knights great William Sadler. His naked butt cheeks in the opening scenes. He's just like, man, I'm going to show you and you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it looks great. I, I agree about the eagle. Just let him steal every scene. Um, you got James Gunn's uh, partner, fiance, I don't know, life partner playing the character she played in the Suicide Squad. Who is who's coming back? You got John Cena coming back. She's coming back, and then I I don't remember the guy's name, but like the tech yeah. guy is coming yeah. back. Um, so that'd be super fun. Uh, yeah, I I could see them, I could see that going on for a few seasons. I just like 
I almost want, and I don't think they will, which is the great part. I don't want there to be any crossover content between this and like anything else in these DC movies so that we can just get this James Gunn vision for this show. And like right. maybe more Suicide Squad movies, but like don't let this cross over to anything else and I'll be happy. I'll just watch this on HBO Max. Right. Yeah. You just kind of want, this is something you don't have to cross over everything. Yeah. So this you know, kind of let it be its own thing, let it exist. It'll be enough. Um, with with uh, Bill and Ted's William Sadler, I mean Robert Patrick. <laughs> the faculty's Robert Patrick. Uh, yeah, it's looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope, and I would imagine that based off the success of the Suicide Squad, no one's telling James Gunn that he can't do certain things. I'm pretty sure he has Kate Blanchett with what he can do. Yeah. Um, for anyone who doesn't know that, that's carte blanche. Uh. It's, I mean, probably going to be highly sexualized. You have scenes where John Cena is uh, dancing and then and then fighting <laughs> in those tidy whities. Um, it's it's going to be fun. It's going to be funny. And again, I'm all I'm all about the eagle. Also, his Twitter account. If if you're not following the Peacemaker Twitter account, go follow it because it's yeah. great. I, I'm almost positive that they just let John Cena like control that account because it's just like every tweet is like it's not easy being the most world's beloved the world's most beloved superhero but i get it i get it done one day at a time or something stupid like that he's yeah he's the best so good um, in terms of uh in terms of twitter accounts i mean don Cheadle word of the day we might not have that anymore but we have the peacemaker account and then we also have the paddington <laughs> bear inserted into famous scenes of movies uh, that account is also such a simple concept, but it's just funny every time. I don't it's even amazing. I don't even have to know what the movie is. It's just perfect. It's yeah. I mean, what was what's your what's your favorite of that? Probably the Psycho one, just because I love Psycho. But it, it's him outside the shower, which is <laughs> it's hilarious. I don't know that, that one's great. I think I don't know. I think the. Uh, the, the best one might be, uh, for me, is probably the Friday Thirteenth one. Yeah, him jumping out, uh, you know. But then, probably the funniest one, the most clever one that really got me. Like I'm like, I can't believe they did that. Is they put him into, I think it was Paranormal Activity Two, where you <laughs> see like a you know a room cam, and in the in the doorway, like very dark. And faded in Paddington standing there. <laughs> oh, the one that did you see the one they did today? Mm -mm. <laughs> Let me tag you in it. Uh, here, hang on. You can tag me in it so no one can find out what it is. Exactly. Well, I'm not going to ruin it for you. you. You'll see it, and then I'll I'll tell everyone what it is. But it's yeah, it's true. it's one of their best ones yet. I'm just looking at a lot of these. Uh. I just saw one where it's it's Drew Barrymore in Scream. <laughs> and she's like screaming up against the window and then in the reflection you see batting <laughs> instead of ghost face. I'm like, that's that's amazing. Um all right, I just gotta tag let's oh my god. <laughs> oh man, tell the people what's this of. You've got Arnold Schwarzenegger just letting loose in Predator, firing away. That's Predator or Commando? That's Predator, That's right? Predator, yeah. And uh, <laughs> Paddington is 
standing behind him, but the best part is he's got his hat off and he looks like terrified. <laughs> and this is how you know it's Predator because if you look in the comments, the first reply is it's Paddington instead of Jesse Ventura when they're on the cargo plane. And it has the quote of what Jesse Ventura says. It says, this stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus just like me. <laughs> and Paddington's holding up like a drink. He's holding up his marmalade. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> I mean, you can't get better than that. Uh, that, was, oh, that, was, that was fantastic. Go follow the account. It is uh, at, I don't know why it's not just Paddington, but it's at yeah. J the Chow. That's J-A-Y the C-H-O-U. It's for utter joy. Go follow that account. Um, yeah. Uh, so that was Peacemaker. What else do they have? They had some video games that I don't really give a shit about. Uh, okay, so uh, video games. Yeah, the video games. The It's hard for me to invest a whole lot of time into, like, you know, either RPGs or... Or these games where there's, you know, there's a sizable story. It's much easier for me to just sit down and play like Madden because I can play a game. Yeah. Or MLB the show, I can play a game and then be done with it. But yeah. they can't, they're they're coming out with, uh, was, I think, Gotham Knights, which I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, again, yeah. more Batman-related stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, this uh, time, at least, it's not actually Batman. I mean, it's... Yeah, I think it's supposed to be in the same universe as the Arkham games. Because, so, like, yeah. Arkham Knight, you know, ended with him supposedly dying, but they did, like, a Dark Knight Rises fake out or whatever. But he's he's gone in this case, and in, in, in when this game starts. So you're playing as, you know, Nightwing and Robin and Red Hood and Batgirl and all of them. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then the one that seems... I guess, like, it has the most potential is uh, the Suicide Squad game, which is titled Kill the Justice League. Um, Because why not? But Batman's also in that, because Batman's in everything. (laughs) Uh, It looks like the Justice League is probably controlled by Brainiac. Um, Yeah, I was hoping for Starro, but I'll take Brainiac. Starro would be probably better, but maybe they didn't include him because uh, he was going to be in the movie. Yeah, Um, You know, it'd be fun. Again, the games, I don't get my hopes up. If something really... Like, I played the... I think it might have been, like, the free trial or something of the Avengers game. Oh, man. I thought it was terrible. Yeah, it's just boring. It's super boring. It's super repetitive. There's nothing... Like, if you're talking about superhero games... I really like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I thought that was fun. Yeah. Um, And that's, you know... That was a game that you did a lot of the same stuff, so it could be repetitive, but it was fun. It was, like, jazzed up a bit. Um, yeah. It, this it just kind of, I don't know. The Avengers was just, like, a flat line. And then the, you, it was funny because I know we're not supposed to be talking about the Avengers, but um, not allowed. I think the problem was they tried to make them like the mcu yeah but not so close enough to the mcu yeah they should have just made them if they would have just made them flat out be their comic characters then i don't think there would have been a problem right uh you know so it's very much like uncanny valley type deal um yeah. the video games you know they're video games maybe i'm just getting to that age where i don't 
I'm like, oh my god, they came out with another Batman game. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, kids, but do you ever Superman 64? Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, th- there's a couple of them that are still fun. Like the last, uh, I didn't play the Miles Morales Spider-Man game, but the one before that, like the PS4 Spider-Man game was pretty fun. Mostly because like the old, like, you know, PS2 Spider-Man 2 game, you can just swing around New York City and not even do it. Like, you don't even have to do the the, the main story, which is mo- mostly what I do when I play that game. It's fun in that realm. Um, yeah, you just listen to Nickelback on repeat and swing through New York City. Yeah, exactly. Hero on repeat. Um, yeah, and then even... They're even just on the topic of video games. They're even making. I saw this as a dumb choice. They're making a Guardians of the Galaxy game, which I would be like, "Oh, that's awesome." So when you think Guardians of the Galaxy, you would assume you're going to play as all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. They, Star Lord is the only playable character in that game. Oh what? Right. Like you play as Star Lord, and then the Guardians are in the game as like NPCs. Man, how much fun would it be to be Groot? <laughs> I just want to impale people with my tree arms. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like any of the guardians would be more fun yeah. than a because I'm assuming this is like non-celestial Star Lord. Like this is right. a guy who can just fly around and shoot people, but you can't be you know the fucking daughter of Thanos assassin. You can't be Drax. Like imagine what would be great is if they did like a DLC, and you just get to play as Drax but invisible. <laughs> just not moving at all and you're like no one can see me i'm invisible <laughs> as long as you don't move your character no one can see you yeah exactly um yeah so that i mean the suicide squad one i feel like with that one when it comes out i'll look up like uh what one thing i do enjoy just make because i'm a lazy fuck is that people will do like uh all the cutscenes together as like a movie so i'll just look that up and then, like, see if it's any good, and then maybe find it a few years later, like, super cheap. But um, now, if they could create a game based on Paul Bettany's Legion, if I could be an angel with an Uzi, I mean, just let me do that. Angels with Uzis this summer (laughs) coming to a video game console near you. (laughs) Um, And then we got... Uh, I, I had no clue this was happening. I'm pretty sure that was the intent. I didn't see R- Michael Rosenbaum's tweet beforehand. Uh, Jim texted me and he was like, turn on DC Fandom right now. And they were doing a live stream of all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I was going to catch everything after the fact. I turn it on and Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum are talking to uh, what's her name from the Schmoes thing? Uh, uh, Tiffany Smith. Yeah, Tiffany Smith about Smallville. And I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. Like, it made sense. It was, you know, the 20th anniversary. Um, that was fun as hell. I wish it was longer. It was probably like 10, 15 minutes max, um, which makes sense. Like, no one watching that cared about Smallville. But that was that was a lot of fun because you could tell the two of them, like, still love talking about that show. Like, they're not they don't feel like obligated to it. You can tell they still love that show. Um yeah, and then just hearing them, like, you had all the people send in videos, like, you know, Kristen Crook was in there, and uh, James Marsters, which is which was weird because I'm, like, finishing up my Buffy watch, uh, so I don't know how I feel about him right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you had, like, you had everyone, and then Jim 
tell me what you you told me tell them what you told me about who didn't show up and like the first comment you saw about her so the first comment was <laughs> allison mack uh is gonna like video call from her jail cell <laughs> i wish <laughs> um yeah that was great though i mean it, that was fun right yeah, I mean, I I didn't know it was a thing. I just happened to, uh, happened upon it. I wasn't doing anything at the moment, and I saw that they were streaming Fandom, and I was waiting to be like, all right, well, am I going to see a trailer for The Flash or something? And then I just, next thing you know, it's, oh, my God, Smuggles there. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but apparently they are working on a Smallville animated show. Yeah. Tom um, and Michael are both involved. Yeah, and now apparently the two creators, executive producers, and showrunners of Smallville are also involved. Oh, okay. Um, they said, you know, they're they're still in the early stages, and they have to pitch it, and they're getting an artist and all that stuff, so they can't really reveal too much about it. But I'm like, sure. And it it seems that it would be a continuation of the show, which means you would actually get to see him as Superman. Yeah. So I think that would be, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be, uh, I'd be in on that. Definitely. Um, it was, yeah. it's, it's crazy to see anyone talking about Smallville now because really, I mean, DC had tried some shows beforehand. Of course, you know, you had the, you had the shows in the sixties or seventies but you had you had the Flash show in 1990 that only lasted a season because at the time it was super expensive. <laughs> and then you had all their animated series. I think they tried to do a Justice League show, but that didn't work out. When was so, uh, when was Birds of Prey? Was that before? Was that during Smallville's run? Birds of Prey. I want to say. I feel like that was like early 2000s. It was definitely early 2000s. Um, I'm trying to so. The WB used to do these, I guess, press reveals where they would, it was almost like a little music video of all the cast on all the shows would just be like, hey guys, we're joking around and here's the full lineup and stuff. And I'm trying to age it based on that because Birds of Prey was in one of them. Um, Gosh, I want to say it was maybe 2002. Okay. Uh, Smallville definitely came first. Yeah. Because I remember seeing commercials for the pilot of Birds of Prey during Smallville, where they had this commercial where it was like, Batman and Catwoman had a child. And it's like a silhouette of Batman. For anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a silhouette of Batman and a silhouette of Catwoman, like, kissing. And then you see, like, you know, uh, what's her name? Birds of Prey just standing on a rooftop. And it's like, Birds of Prey. (laughs) Monday at 10 on the WB. uh, So I... It only lasted one season, and it yeah. sucked. Uh, it was just garbage. <laughs> Before she came back in crisis, because why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Smallville was definitely like the starter of that, and it came at a real. It came at the right time. That's what she said. Because uh, <laughs> um, it was. I mean, Kristen Crook even brings up it was right after 9-11 so superman was a good like anything involving superman was a nice you know touch for that yeah and 
the effects were at some points a little, eh, but it was kind of like Buffy before that, you know, like when you see yeah. vampires get dusted, it's like, it's a little, you know, it's TV level. Um, but gosh, it's just, it was, it was weird seeing Smallville included in that. It was a, it was a pleasant surprise. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a bummer. We didn't get Erica. Cause he's not like everyone sent in videos. I mean, you had, even had fucking Davis Bloom said in the video. You even had Grant Gabriel, yeah. aka <laughs> Julian Luther. Even the Luther, we always try to forget. Send in a video. AKA Jimmy Olsen mm-hmm. from Zack Snyder's Batman v Superman. Oh my God, that's right. That is him. That's right. That Jimmy Olsen, who got shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he got shot in the fuck. I forgot about that. God damn it, Jimmy Zack Olsen. Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, who? That uh, is where you are. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of Jimmy, I'm watching a show on Netflix uh, that stars Aaron Ashmore. Typically, Sean seems to get all the roles, but yeah, Jimmy himself. Aaron Ashmore. Aaron Ashmore. Lock, Lock and Key is a Netflix series. Oh, on. Cool. Which uh, um, a lot of people don't remember that Sean Ashmore was also on Smallville. On, yeah, he uh, was the uh, he's episodes. one of the meteor freaks in like season two. Yeah, season who one. then winds up teaming up with uh, Jesse Metcalf, who yep. is now, I think, Magnum PI, and, uh, <laughs> and JTT. Yep, that's right. Uh, you know, coming home for Christmas is uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> or I'll is be he the one. Is he the one that had cancer on Home Improvement? Yes. He is. Yes, he did. He got cancer. The eldest one got to be in Tokyo Drift, and then the youngest <laughs> one was just kind of forgotten about. No one remembers like, the youngest one. Yeah. I remember his name in the his his name in, in Home Improvement was Mark. Uh yeah. but that's all I remember. So I said the oldest one, Zachary Ty Bryan. Then you had Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and then you had Mark. Mark. <laughs> and his middle name was Oh, <laughs> Gosh, now the home improvement theme is playing in my head. That's always a good problem to have. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much it. I mean, they didn't. If anything else they did was like concept stuff or you know behind the scenes looks. Um, I, I mean, you know, I everyone knows I'm a huge Batman the animated series fan, so I'm somewhat intrigued by this new series they're doing it's apparently being developed by so it's being developed by bruce tim who did the original series but it's also being developed by matt reeves who's directing you know the batman and jj abrams um which i don't know how to feel about that uh they also said this is really stupid because they were like it's a more mature batman which is like what you've been doing for the last 20 years anyway but like it's more mature mature Batman. That's what Batman the Animated Series wants. Yeah, that's that's yeah. They're like, we want to do Batman the Animated Series, but like way more and like mature. And this is a Batman who's on his own before the Justice League is formed. It was like, yeah, that, that's what you did in the nineties. Yeah. Like he had crossovers in like very rare cases, but it was a standalone, <laughs> dark, edgy show. Uh, so, who knows? I mean, Bruce Tim. Initially, I thought uh, in my head, I thought he was involved with the last couple movies they've done. <laughs> oh no! What? Oh my god! 
No, I'm sorry. Uh, continue your thought, and I'll 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 explain in a moment when you're done. Okay. I I thought he I thought he was involved with like the Killing Joke and stuff. So I was like, oh, if he made that movie, you know, that's a bad sign. But <laughs> I can't. Did, did Jonathan Taylor Thomas die of cancer? Is no, that my gosh. <laughs> um. So the account for Paddington just posted another one. And I, it, let me, I'm going to tag you in it in a second. Let me just preface this by saying no Paddington Photoshop has made me feel bad for Paddington <laughs> until this one, because of how you know how the movie ends. I just tagged you in it. This might be my new favorite one. It is amazing. <laughs> you just saw it? It is, so for anyone who's seen the movie The Mist, after they make a run for it, uh, towards the end to get to their car, you see it's Thomas Jane, it's a chick from The Walking Dead, it's his son, and then the two elderly people. And then you see Paddington is with them. And it is just... <laughs> I, man, I can't. This is... Uh, this might be my favorite one. It's so fucked up. And it, you can tell me, like, if you look on the... For anyone who looks this up, if you just look on the face, the expression of Paddington, it's like I feel so bad for him. Which... Okay, so the ending of The Mist, where he winds up... Kill, spoilers. He yeah. winds up... Uh, they think they're going to get eaten. So he winds up killing everyone, and then there isn't enough bullets for himself. So Thomas Jane is the only one alive. Yeah. And then eventually, like, the military shows up, so then he's screaming. It's if we're going to put up. Paddington in the movie, that means the sequel will have Thomas Jane and Paddington. <laughs> and I am, I am there for that sequel. You didn't, you didn't get me excited over the moon for the Batman, Flash, Black Adam, any of them. But I will be excited for The Mist 2 starring Paddington. <laughs> Opening scene is Paddington... He's a drunk now. He's an alcoholic because of what happened. He's like, why didn't you have one more bullet? Why didn't you shoot me, Thomas Jane? It, it oh, is. my God. That's the best one they've done. Easily the best one they've it, done. Oh, it fits so well. And, like, you see his characters in here. This is what makes it fit so well. His character isn't just put in it. It's put in kind of the background because he's still behind a car. Yeah. So it just it with with the depth of field and everything it fits, man. Oh my gosh, that is my greatest thing. The Don Cheadle word of the day walked, so that Paddington could run. <laughs> Thank you, Don Cheadle. Thank you, Don Cheadle. Catch John Cheadle on fucking who knows what nights? Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights tonight. Yeah, that's right. Watch the Wonder Years. It's good. Still good somehow. They're still doing good. Um. Yeah, that's that's DC Fandom for this year. Uh, <laughs> endless. I almost want to do the red letter media thing. Endless trash. Endless yeah, trash. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, it's January. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll see what what happens. I guess then. Well, that's the fun thing about January is the first DC thing we're getting is Peacemaker. So we're starting off strong, I assume. And, and then it's just, all just, downhill from yeah, there. skyrocketing towards the bottom with uh, the Batman and Flash. But we'll see. I mean, you know, I don't want to be too cynical. Maybe they'll surprise me. Who knows? The Flash may be a fun movie. But 
yeah, we'll we'll be back next time talking about who who knows what we're going to be talking about. Probably, uh, probably Paddington too. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's talk more Paddington. We're just gonna maybe I'll, we'll just turn this podcast into the Paddington podcast. It's the padding cast. We uh, yeah, we'll be back till next time. Bye, kids. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>